When you're smiling. Hey, you. Bubbly sparkling water is crisp, refreshing, and perfect for any occasion. Kind of like my voice, but in a can. No calories, no sweeteners, all smiles. Bubbly. Crack a smile. Hey guys, John DeGorio here. I just wanted to go on ahead and take a few minutes to talk about something real quick. And that is the fact that one of my friends, Christian Obrey, actually has a little business that he actually does. And if you guys are getting into podcasting, I strongly recommend that you guys actually check him out. Matter of fact, I'm actually going to post his link to his webpage below in the description notes, but if you're looking for a guy that is really good at making your sound sound perfect, it's clear, the volume levels are just perfect, and also to the balancing between making your audio sound professional and everything as well, check out Christian Aubrey. I'm going to tell you this. He did, he did a couple episodes for me and everything, and his stuff is very affordable. He's fantastic at what he does. And there's nobody that I would actually trust with my podcast than him. And I wouldn't be putting it out there on the podcast or anything like that if it wasn't true. Christian does an awesome job of what he does. He's he's fantastic with the sound, the levels, everything he does. So go on ahead and make sure you guys check him out. As a matter of fact, you can even email him at christianobrey001 at gmail.com. If you want more information, or you guys can go on ahead, click on that link that I'm going to have in the description notes and everything, so that way you guys can go ahead and send in your uh, sound clips or whatever else that you want to actually talk to him about, and he'll make your sound quality perfect and everything to the point where it actually sounds like it's in a studio. So, with further ado, check that out, and also to thank you again for making Movie Lovers Unite what it is today after being on the air for a year it just means a lot to me from the bottom of my heart that you the fans love listening to my show you guys are fantastic fans thank you to all everybody that listens to this podcast all over the world and everything i really do appreciate it i never would have thought in a million years that anybody would be listening to my big mouth talk about movies or anything like that but anyways I'm gonna. Uh, this is gonna be it now. Go on ahead, check out Christian Aubrey, and until next time, bye bye. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. For today's podcast, I'm gonna be talking about the passing of Chadwick Boseman. This is gonna be a remembrance of Chadwick Boseman, and I also want to do one little small piece of of TV news that came out with Resident Evil, and that's the fact that Netflix did greenlight a Netflix uh, TV show and everything for Resident Evil. But I want to go on ahead and touch on Chadwick Boseman for a minute. And it's the whole fact that I was shocked to find out that after four years of him battling with colon cancer, that he passed away. And it's just hard to believe at a young age like that, Chadwick Boseman passed away. And, you know, it sucks no matter how which way you put it. It doesn't matter how old you are or anything like that. Cancer sucks, man. Cancer really does. You know, as someone that had a family member that had cancer and now she's in, she's cancer free, but I still remember that whole struggle of some of one of my family members actually facing cancer and the scare and how scary it was. 
And to see Chadwick go through the same thing that one of my family members went through between having cancer. And it's just a scary situation altogether. And, you know, Chadwick Boseman is just a fantastic person. He's a very nice guy. Very down to earth. And not only that, but it just goes show you, it just goes to show you the level of acting of an actor he actually is, if you actually think about it. And not only that, but as a person too, because he wants to be strong. He wants to be strong for everybody else. He doesn't show any signs of him battling cancer or anything like that because he wants to be strong for the other cancer victims that actually requested him as a as a person that that he wanted to go into seeing kids that have cancer. And that's just moving to me where he wanted to be a positive light for other kids that actually have cancer for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And that just goes to show you how much of an outstanding person he is. Not only that, but even when he played in Black Panther, I really loved his performance in Black Panther. He was a great T'Challa. And not only that, but it's just something moving whenever I saw... Black Panther for the very first time and seeing African Americans being represented in a way that African Americans should be represented and also to a movie that's that's for African Americans people of color for the very first time on the screen I'm not saying that Blade didn't do that I'm not saying that uh, there weren't other comic book characters or other uh, characters in general but when you have an outstanding cast like Chadwick Boseman and then filled with other people of color and it's also in Africa, and that's what I'm actually talking about. It's an, actually the first time that I actually get to see a movie that's based in Africa where you have people of color on the film, and African Americans have a right to actually be able to feel something that we felt being represented to them. When we And you see, we see, here's the thing. As someone that's white, we actually see that every single day. For someone of uh, people of color and everything to actually be represented on the screen for the very first time, it's something new for them and something moving. And it just moved in my heart to actually see African-Americans being presented in, in some light. And it's just fantastic. It's about unity. It's about having people together to celebrate this movie that Chadwick Boseman was in. And Chadwick Boseman knocked it out of the park with T'Challa. There's a lot of moving parts in this movie that's really great. I really love Black Panther. Not only that, but, you know, he even played Jackie Robinson for the number 42. And I haven't checked out Jackie Robinson yet or anything like that. But I am going to check it out soon. I've been meaning to. I've just been... Uh, having other stuff in the way of me seeing that movie. But I can never forget his performance in Get On Up, the James Brown story. And what he was able to do with that James Brown performance and everything, you can actually feel the presence of James Brown, that he's actually playing James Brown. But it doesn't feel like just an impression or anything like that. You actually do feel like that's actually James Brown on on the screen for the very first time, doing a concert. It actually does feel like it's James Brown rather than Chadwick Boseman. I feel like Chadwick Boseman actually nailed the role of James Brown. And I'm probably going to end up doing a uh, review for that as well, along with uh, 42, the Jackie Robinson story. But it just shows you the level of acting that Chadwick Boseman can do. And also that, but I love the fact that he didn't let anything bother him. And... Some actors would actually say, you know, the, yeah, the cancer is really eating me up and everything. I'm just living one day at a time. Jackwood Bozeman kept it to himself. And 
which is a beacon for other people and to be strong for others. And it doesn't matter who who the person was when you did the uh, Wakanda Forever sign, he would do it. And I know some people probably might have complained when he said he would stop doing it, but it kind of does make sense now as to why he was getting tired of doing it is because maybe the cancer was just eating him away at that time to the point where he didn't want to keep doing it over and over again, which I can understand because cancer can eat away at you and it has no feeling or anything like that either. It makes you really sour. But, you know, another thing too that I have to say that's very moving about Chadwick is this. He's a very kind-hearted person. He's the type of person that I feel like that would actually do anything for anyone just by his mannerisms, just the way he talks. And just a downright awesome, sweet person. And to actually see him gone now. And it's just shocking. I, You know, I didn't expect this to actually happen. No one expects anyone to die. But for someone to die so young in the peak of his career is just sad to see an actor on his caliber go. And it doesn't matter what role he's in. He's always tied into that character. You actually believe that that's that character, especially with 21 Bridges, which is also a Russo's Brothers film. He, even though the movie wasn't that great or whatever of a film, you can't say anything wrong about Chadwick's performance because his performance is just outweighs all the negatives towards that movie if you actually have a negative thought towards 21 Bridges. But this movie, his performance in just about everything shines right through the whole entire atmosphere of the movie itself. And like I said, another thing too that I also want to get into is the fact that there was this one picture, I remember, in a Facebook group of Chadwick, and he didn't look like himself at all. It looked like he was probably made a lot, the same amount of weight that um, Matthew McConaughey actually lost whenever he played in Wolf of Wall Street, and everybody said, well, he doesn't look so hot. Maybe he's on drugs. And they also said the same thing about Chadwick Boseman because Chadwick actually lost a lot of weight, and it looked like his head was actually bigger than his whole body. But I always pass judgment. Here's the thing. If there's not enough information to go on about anybody, it doesn't matter if you think Amber Heard or Johnny Depp shouldn't be in another movie together or anything like that, or they should go on ahead and get a divorce. If there's not enough information to go on with certain people, don't comment. Don't post anything negative until you actually know 100% what the facts actually are. Because that just shows you how disrespectful you are towards that person. And that's exactly what happened with Chadwick Boseman. Is the fact that everybody was making all these negative comments. Oh, he must be on drugs. He must be on meth. He must be addicted to something. But my first initial thoughts didn't go into that direction. My first initial thoughts was maybe he's working on another role. And maybe he had to lose weight for that role. So my thought process wasn't negative. It was more towards the fact that maybe he was actually working on another role. And just to see that it wasn't for that, it makes me tear up inside because I wish that it would would have been that. I wish that it would have been him just working on another role rather than him battling with cancer for four years. It's just sad. It tears me up in the inside to see someone as young as him battling with that. But the good thing is, at least he's not suffering anymore with the battle. 
with cancer and everything, but he can still be a light in somebody else's heart and also to someone that they can actually look up to and be presented on the screen as an African-American kid watching T'Challa, watching Black Panther for the very first time and having that feeling like everyone did for the very first time in the movie theater and just being able to watch that film for the very first time and feel moved by it. And like I said, I know this is a little bit of a downer with as far as this episode goes, but I just feel like this is something that I needed to talk about because I want to say fuck cancer. That's all I want to say is fuck cancer because cancer sucks. And like I said, I had one of my family members that had cancer and it just sucks. It eats away at the person's body. They don't want to do anything or anything like that. They just want to go ahead and get rid of this cancer as quick as they can or and everything and just fight this cancer head on. And it just makes me sad that someone so young passed away. So that's pretty much everything I wanted to say about the Chad about Chadwick Boseman passing away at at an early age and everything because I feel like that his time he didn't spend enough time with us or anything like that. But at the same time I'm glad that he's not suffering with the cancer. Or anything like that. And you know it's sad. But you know I like the fact that he was able to be surrounded with his family when he passed away. And he was able to tell everyone goodbye for one last time. And there's just something moving about that. Where he got to see his family one last time. To hug them. To embrace them. Before he died. And you know I'm glad that he was able to do that. And you know. I think that Chadwick is going to be one of those people in the future that is, in fact, going to be recognized for his talent. And, you know, I think that he's going to be one of those actors that no one's going to ever, ever going to forget. I know I'm not. And, you know, I think that, uh, you know, at age 43, that is young. And he's just a great actor. So, without further ado, let's go on to a little bit of a happier part of the episode. And this is going to be two topics for tonight. And that's it. I'm making it kind of short. Uh, I'm sorry that it's not a little longer. But I just feel like in my heart that I needed to do just a dedication to Chadwick. And maybe do something on a lighter note. Because I don't want everyone to just feel down in the dumps. And everything because of the passing of Chadwick. I think Chadwick would want everyone to actually have a little bit of happiness and everything. And see everyone smile. So, with that being said, let's go on ahead and talk about the new Resident Evil news that just broke out last week. And here's the thing. I love Resident Evil. I, lo- I played all the video games for Resident Evil all the way up until Part 5. I never really played any of the spinoff games or anything like that. I played up to five and that was it. And I didn't really care that much for the movies in itself. I do appreciate the fact that they actually gave us a different character rather than Jill Valentine. And that's it. But Mila Djokovic did a really good job of playing the Alice through the whole entire franchise. And I give her props for that. But I didn't want to see Alice. I wanted to see Jill. I wanted to see the original characters for... 
Resident Evil, and we didn't even get that. I mean, it looks like we're not going to get that either in this one either. Matter of fact, in the second movie, which is Resident Evil Apocalypse, we didn't even get to see Joe Valentine maybe for like five minutes before they killed her off, which is a small little cameo role just for Joe Valentine. Joe Valentine, and Jill is one of the people that actually survives Raccoon City, and you mean to tell me that you have to kill off her character? Come on. I mean, I get the fact that you want Mila Djokovic to carry the franchise, but at least give her a sidekick. At least give her Jill to carry the franchise. But, you know, I really didn't care for the franchise as a whole for Resident Evil. I remember the very first Resident Evil film and being amazed with the uh, the trailer. And then whenever I wanted to see it, I was let down. I was totally let down with the movie in itself because of the fact that I thought I was going to be getting like Jill Valentine. I thought I was going to get characters from the very first Resident Evil movie. And then it just wind up just taking me out of the film. And yeah, I did watch it recently after so many years of watching it but still i want my og i want my i want my characters uh that i had from playing resident evil so anyways this is basically what they're doing with the netflix series and there and here's the thing there's no release date yet but there's a script already being made that's already made so that's actually a positive we actually have a script we've been knowing for a while that netflix has been working on the script and that they are were making or are making a Resident Evil TV series for Netflix and now it's actually finished so the temporalization of the fact that it's even finished is just amazing and you know this is what it, what the report said the series will develop into two timelines featuring the same uh, uh same people same characters the first one will follow a couple of 14 year old sisters who have just moved uh, move new raccoon city and soon soon enough jack jade and billy uh whisker will discover that there is more in the city than meets the eye either their father's con- concealing some dangerous dark secrets and and then in the second timeline jade is in her 30s in the future where t virus was infected pl- uh, where the t T-vi- virus has infected plenty of people and animals she has to do what it takes to survive while the ghosts of the past are still haunting her so you have two different timelines you have jill uh in one time um, jade in one timeline where she's actually going into this thing brand new into the city and her father's actually developing something that's actually dark and secretive and she doesn't know what it is so maybe he actually works with the umbrella company maybe he winds up in the basement it kind of reminds you of don't um don't go in the basement that goosebumps tv uh based off the book by rl stein where these kids are wondering what their father's actually working on in the basement and it turns out to be some type of killer plant and that's what it feels like to me is maybe he's actually working on the virus that actually unleashes and is part of the umbrella corporation and that's what winds up happening and then in the second timeline it's her maybe flashing back a little bit to the other timeline and facing her inner demons which i find kind of interesting on that part but still no jill valentine nothing like that just oc characters which is original characters I like the fact that they do want to introduce us to some new characters rather than give us the same cliche of characters. But I wish that they would actually build on what this franchise was on, which was Joe Valentine, which was Carlos, which is a bunch of other characters that we didn't get 
from the Resident Evil movies or anything like that. But I do like the whole feel to it where there's just something going on with her with Jade's father and Billy's father and he's working on this virus and it unleashes and then all of a sudden they have to try and deal with this virus. They have to deal with these zombies. They have to deal with people that they love dying and having that emotional attachment to them. And I'm hoping that they actually do have some emotional attachment before they actually kill off a certain character that actually turns into a zombie because I feel like that's what we're actually missing. We're missing some layers to certain shows to where it makes us care about certain characters instead of them making just like a secondary character. And I'm hoping that they actually give us a little bit of background before they actually kill off a certain character to where we can actually feel their emotion, to where we can actually feel some type of connectivity between the characters they're killing off and everything because that's what we're missing in today's Walking Dead as well. We haven't had a good episode where there's some emotional attachment to a character that we actually care about. To me, ever after... Um, Rick's son dies. That was like the only emotional attachment to a character that I felt like that was even there. After that, everything just seems so secondary. And I'm hoping that they don't do it with this show that they don't make they make these characters more than what they are. I'm hoping that it's not just a sec some secondary character that they have to kill off and there's no context behind behind it, and then they're sad for no reason. And I like to have context with meaning rather than context without any meaning because it becomes meaningless. And what I mean by that is show us some emotional attachment to a character. Give us some buildup as to who that character is. Show us the close bond between Jade and Billy to that character if they're going to kill off a certain character. That's what I want to see. Then also, too, there's also that whole entire thing of uh, confronting her demons in the second timeline and stuff like that. So I'm wondering if they're just doing a six episode deal with the other the first timeline and then tying in um this other one which is going to be a separate timeline which is actually going to be a more up-to-date timeline and they're going to scrap the first timeline and just focus on that second timeline so that's another thing too that i'm wondering about so that's everything that i pretty much wanted to talk about as far as you know the resident evil news that came out but i just don't know i mean right now i've got it iffy on the way that they're actually wanting to do this with two different timelines i'm hoping that they don't make it to the point where it's like too confusing for people to actually follow because i know some of my friends that don't follow news the news or anything like that when it's regarding movie news or anything like that and they watch netflix and they not and there's certain shows that don't even show what timeline that this character characters are even in and we have to assume that this these characters are either having flashbacks and stuff like that. And they don't tell you, hey, this is a flashback scene. This is the year that this happened. And now we're going in this timeline. No. They make us feel like that we actually know what timeline it is even though we don't. So that's one of the bad things about Netflix is they don't tell us that there's a flashback. We have to assume that there's a flashback to make us feel like that we're in a flashback scene. And I don't like that. I want to know if I'm in a flashback scene so the way I know what to expect. So whenever they do go back to more of a present day, that's what's going on. But that's just my perspective on it. Tell me what you guys have to th say about that. And like I said, this is a little bit shorter episode than what I wanted to do. 
But right now, there's not much coming uh, coming out as far as movie news goes and stuff like that. So I just wanted to talk about Chadwick Boseman with you guys for a few minutes. I want to do a little bit of Resident Evil news because I wanted to report on this whenever it was hot. But I decided to push it back a little bit. So tell me what you guys have to say about that. And always until next time, bye-bye. Stay safe, guys. Put your mask on. Don't forget to also wash your hands. And until next time, bye-bye.